Yeah, and I mean, you kind of mentioned it in your last answer about how the MLL was doing these things, like especially on that first day, but they kind of didn't really know whether or not they were going to promote it or if they wanted to or different things like that. So I think really for them it was more just a case of the people running the broadcasts kind of weren't given... And I do do just want to touch on that. That That is a difference in my... Like I said, this is all my opinion. You take it out at once how you want it to. But that's the difference of when you're dealing with corporate ownership in the sense of the higher-ups in the league. And this, I guess, I don't want to call that, but Sandy Brown could have handled that better. Straight up. Like, and I tweeted about this multiple times. Like, he could have handled that just way better as a commissioner. As you look, and it's not to compare apples to oranges. This isn't an apple and oranges thing. But then when you look at people like Paulie and Mike on the PLL side, who they've been on top, they've been on top of these issues. Not on top of these issues, but they've been. They don't act like corporate owners in the sense yeah. as opposed to the other league, as opposed to the legacy leagues where you have corporate billion-dollar owners, whatnot. These guys are almost more relatable to the people. So it's not to say that they did everything right, because I do think, like, execute. There's, like, a couple of things I could sit and nitpick. Like, yeah, like, you could have you could have done this better. You could have promoted this. You didn't have to always, like, even with Paul, to a sense. Like, Paul, like I love Paul. Like, everything he's done for the sport. But I don't need a tweet every time. every time you do something. You know, kind of just put it into action, do it, whatnot. Yeah. You know, kind of kind of things like that. Like, I appreciate it when it's, you know, there's a time when it's necessary, but it's not like every time you call, you have, you know, every discussion you have with someone, ooh, today I just talked to this person. It's like, is it necessary? Uh, not really, but I get but I do get the idea behind it, and I don't think it's anything. I don't think he's trying to gain any extra clout by doing it or whatnot. I do think it's like genuine. It's just, it's just in how it, it's just the optics of it and how it looks. Because like, if someone like me and you, we can understand. Okay, he's just trying. That's this is his way of putting out his message. Yeah. If I go and show this to somebody who does not know who Paul Rabel, the executive, is. They might look at that and say, um, he's just being flamboyant, arrogant, trying to promote himself, yada, yada, yada. So um, that's, like I said, no, but no plan's ever going to be perfect. Nothing's ever going to be, a, there is no perfect way. If you find a perfect way, tell me. Like, no one's going to, there is no perfect way to go about this. And I do think that's what, like, some of the Twitter stuff is people are saying, you know, they should have did this, they should have did that. There is no perfect solution. But I do think across both leagues, and I wrote about this in the article, and I, I don't know if you wanted to touch on this or not, if I'm going ahead myself. The one thing that I would have liked to see across the board, and this isn't indicative on anyone, is just more unity. So, like, if we're gonna have, if we're gonna have three guys, four guys kneel, how about we all kneel? If we're gonna have if we're going to wear patches, why don't we all wear patches? And I get it. It's like people say, oh, well, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. And I heard Trevor Baptiste say this quote in an interview. I'm going to steal it from him. He said with um, in Inside Lacrosse, when it regards to the patch, 
and Black Lives Matter. He's like, people who think it's about an organization or hate or whatnot, they're just wrong. It's literally what it says, Black Lives Matter. So if that's your teammate, that's the guy you're fighting for. Why can't you wear a patch that says that his life matters? Yeah, absolutely. And I think... I mean, we see... We saw it, and, and, and they say, oh, we can't do this in lacrosse, it's opinions, whatnot. To me, that's, that's kind of just BS to me. Yeah, because how come you can get a bunch of dudes in the NBA to all, white dude, black, Mexican, whatever, can all come to an agreement on something, right, and do something? You can see it in soccer, more worldly sport, even in baseball. I mean, I don't know, the, I know in baseball it's different. Some teams were doing somewhat... But most teams looked like they were unified, right? Yeah. That's the one, that was kind of the one missing link that if I had to point out, like call directly out, was like, can we do this better? It's just be unified in whatever stance you're going to take. And I get that they were trying to respect the opinions of other, of guys who think one way or another and respect everybody, but I don't know. It's just be unified to me, you know? And whatever it is you're going to do. Yeah, That's I, the one thing. Yeah, and I think, and I know you've mentioned it a lot on Twitter since the PLL Championship Series. One of the things that you mentioned was even just doing something as simple as wearing the BLM patches and things like that are kind of the, the I guess you would say, bare minimum that you could do. Because a lot of guys were saying like, oh, I'm not wearing it, but I've been having conversations with these guys and we agreed on doing something else, like kind of, behind the scenes or whatever and it's like okay but still like like you said with the unity and and solidarity and everything it's almost like that's still kind of should be kind of like the bare minimum that you should at least be willing to do and to talk about that because i know what you're kind of talking about there and that's kind of it's kind of counterindicative to your point we've been talking about this in private and i support this guy so if you're saying that you support your teammate and you're with him, and you say this that you you come on Twitter, a public platform, to say to mention this, to mention that you had a private conversation. What's the difference between you going on Twitter and saying that you had a private conversation and you support your teammate versus you putting a patch on your jersey or you kneeling next to your guy because you know it's going to be seen on camera? Is that is that what scares you? Because you're you're putting yourself out there on Twitter, which is the same difference. It's the whether you go on Twitter or whether you're on camera, what's the difference? You got your face. Most of these guys have their faces to their profiles. I know who well, I'm not, I know who Blank is. I'm not going to call people out, but you know where I'm getting at here. You know. Yeah, yeah, and I and I think you know if you followed the PLL and different things this summer, and you followed pro lacrosse this summer, you kind of get a sense for. Some of the guys who did come out and actually say that, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I, like you said, I wouldn't necessarily mention them directly here. But like you said, you, you kind of know who those guys are because they did come out publicly and say these things. Um, so you can kind of do your own research there if you so choose. But yeah, I mean, really the last thing I want to get to here, and we kind of already touched on this a bit here in the last few minutes, is kind of the what's next part of this article. You know, we talked about the the Black Lives Matter patches and guys, you know, coming together with their teammates and showing their support there. And we talked about needing to be more unified in the decision making on some of these things. But really, I just want to get your final thoughts on kind of 
where we go from here and kind of what what is kind of the next step i guess you could say in this whole process of things yeah i don't have a, i'm just gonna come out and say first i don't have a solution this is all thought this is not i'm not i'm not in that position you know i can just only speak for myself and kind of where i want to see and where maybe from i know from a personal standpoint i will continue whether it's through writing going to events doing talking to different people try to help push the sport and push it in the right way and get and hopefully get more eyes on it more sticks in hands whatever in whichever capacity that may be i frankly do not know where i'm headed with that right now but we will see you know there's options from the general standpoint that's something i probably should have thought of more deeply i've kind of had tossed around ideas um that's a good question man to say what's next i think in the for the right now is definitely continue to use social um social especially in the lacrosse world with it being so niche they have the power social has the power to get your messages out there to get yourself out there to the masses to the uh, and i say this and i challenge the upper echelons of the sport use your to use their connections they have the political connections to different people that's kind of where i think we need to head towards because it's one thing to come out and say that we need to do this this and that we can talk about that all day but me and you can't call your look can't call senator blank or can't call gavin newsom california but I know certain people who can, they're higher ups. Yeah. You know, a lot of these guys work, and I think, I don't know if I wrote this in the article or if I was talking to somebody, whatnot, but it's like a lot of these guys are from ally stance. They work these other jobs. With pro lacrosse, the unique thing is you, is, you know, you play your sport, and then a lot of times you work a second job. A lot of these guys work for these big companies like T. Rowe Price and Wall Street Jobs and whatnot, and their own bosses are affiliated with people. So if you're really about it, you know, can you go ha- – and I know you don't want to lose your job or whatnot, but I know there's people who – they grew up well off. They have the connections. Right. Let's see. Let's try and get them on board. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, there's no one answer, but – in terms of just laying out potential options, I think that's it. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and we talked about it a lot throughout this episode. There's no, like you said, there's no one answer. There's no perfect answer. There's a lot of different ways to go about it. So I think it's really just finding the way that's best for the individual, I guess, on an individual basis, and then kind of figuring out a way to all kind of come together on one kind of larger scale decision but yeah i mean we covered a lot here in this episode just around the lacrosse community in general and kind of where we go from here as a sport and as a community and how we can all get involved you mentioned doing so with your writing i'm working on doing that yeah, here do on one. the podcast i mean let me mention this one thing too this isn't just about black lives matter this is about the woman this is about the Iroquois. This is a part. This is a human rights thing. This is not just Black Lives Matter. Let me make that clear right here, right now. 
This isn't just about one issue. This is about the sport as a whole. This isn't about issues in the country as a whole. Rather than just, I don't want people to think that, oh, I'm just specifically talking about this one thing. Just got to put that absolutely. out there. And I've had tons of conversations, you know, we've talked about it a little bit. I've talked a lot about it with Phil Rothermick and different guys like that, just about how to continue growing the lacrosse community and get more people involved. Like you mentioned earlier, getting more lacrosse sticks in people's hands and just growing the sport and kind of getting it from where it's been to where it is now. And a lot of people agree it's kind of at the highest point that it's really ever been, but there's still room to do more in a lot of different areas. And I think that this, what we've talked about here on this episode is kind of one of those things that can kind of help that along and kind of bring more attention to the lacrosse community as a whole. But really, Jordan, that's all I got for you on this one. Thanks again for joining me here. A lot of different things that we covered here on this episode that'll do it for episode 42 guys you can check out the podcast basically everywhere you get your podcasts now um, especially including youtube soundcloud spotify anchor uh, google Podcasts, apple Podcasts. jordan thanks again for joining me and we'll talk to you guys later